Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. All right, I've had some time to think about what it was that I was going to say to start and open the show. How about this? At least it's a beautiful day. How about that? <laughs> At least it's a beautiful day. It's the 8th of November, and unfortunately today we're going to play the role of psychiatrist, right? Go ahead. Let it all out. Get it out. You know the numbers. 800-998-1003. You can tweet at us at ESPN Radio. Nolo, the interns, got a couple of questions of the day, especially with what head coach Sean Payton just said. Um, it's something, no doubt, that a lot of you guys were tweeting about and talking. I feel strongly a certain way, but I also can understand what head coach Sean Payton had to say. So we'll delve into that and touch on it on purpose. I have made the first hour wide open. Zero guests. I would like to hear from you, Saints fans. Also, hour number two, we will hear from Rafael Esparza at one fifteen. go over a... Interesting week in the NFL. That's just Sunday. Tonight, got Monday night football. But we'll touch on the Saints game not being the only upset. And really, how much of an upset was it yesterday in New Orleans? There were absolute massive upsets, though, in Jacksonville. And then also, poor Marlon Favorite. Let's see how he is when he joins us at 2.15. At 2.30, rather. Um, Teddy Two Gloves coming in there, getting the win. So we'll talk about the week for sure. At 2.15, Mike Triplett is going to join us. Marlon's normal spot. That's his open spot today. So Mike Triplett, 2.15. Marlon, 2.30. And Daniel Salison will join us at 1.30 because the Pels do get back into action tonight. They're 1-9. Dallas, 6-3. Mavericks, um, they can score. Pels going to have to find some scoring here and hopefully try to end a... Long losing streak before they come home. This is the last game of a four-game losing streak. So we'll touch on that. Look, I guess if there's any silver lining to that is some of the teams that they have played on the road. Pretty good. The Kings are pretty good this year. They've been some pretty good teams. The Warriors have yet to lose more than one game. And they played them pretty tough until the fourth quarter. We'll hear what they had to say about that game there. So we'll, we'll, we'll touch on all of that. Phoenix is a pretty good team, but... Here's Dallas now, and at some point, they're going to have to get a couple of W's, right, for sure. So we'll touch on that with Daniel Salerson coming up. But our number one is wide open, and it is on the game yesterday, short version of, I guess, really could describe the game, perhaps. I thought we dropped a few balls, uh, more than our fair share. <sighs> I got the longer bite. We'll hear about it. Um, there's no other way to say it. it. It was absolutely a disappointing loss. I mean, right now, if I'd ask you, is it the Giants or is it this one? That's disappointing. Because both share a similarity, unfortunately. Just kind of, you were waiting for the Saints to almost wake up. We're going to talk about the quarterback. Head coach Sean Payne, let's just get this out the way now. He just spoke, and he was non-committal about the starter next week when asked if Trevor Simeon's the starter. He's non-committal. Take that as you will. 
And I know it was a topic yesterday when Taysom Hill came in, and you'll hear Sean Payton's explanation. It was never to try to change the quarterback or change the scenery or give a spark, which is what a lot of people that cover the team or watching the game in the dome or in the stands or at home thought it was. By the way, we'll get to that because somehow, someway, apparently it was Trevor Simeon's fault that Teron Armstead whiffed on a block and got pummeled in the back and fumbled. By the way, anybody would have as well. Teron Armstead, very first thing he said yesterday, took ownership of it. Said it was a bad rep. It's on me. If Taysom Hill's the quarterback there, he gets blown up. Maybe he fumbles. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But we'll get to that. I, I, I'm talking about the overall aspect of it. I, I, I We've been very supportive, positive, and rightfully so when speaking about Sean Payton being a coach of the year based off of what he's had to do and handle. If there's one criticism critique this season, and I think it's fair, and I think he would tell you it's fair probably at the end of the year, was the organization completely over-evaluating what they had at receiver. Now, granted, Gus, did they think that they were going to not have Michael Thomas? I didn't say that. I get it. I do. But at the same time, and sometimes I do make fun of you guys out there when it comes to this, because y'all been wanting a receiver for a while. It wasn't addressed. And you knew... You knew, and I'm not calling him Michael Irvin, and I'm not calling him Jerry Rice, but Emmanuel Sanders was darn good. And knowing because of cap space you had to get rid of him, you, you, you and it's, again, it's why I use the phrase potential playoff team. Some of these guys that have never had to step into certain situations and roles, you are going to ask of. And... What we saw yesterday was, again, unfortunately, again, a bit of a theme this season. It affected Jameis Winston. It affected Trevor Simeon. And for your Taysom Hills going to come in and save us, folks, it's going to affect him as well. You simply do not have the talent where you need it to be to make a run, deep run, compete, what have you, at the skill position. I'm just being honest, right? I mean, you see it. Five drops in the first half. Five. It's the NFL. Very rarely is there going to be no one around you. You're going to have to make catches. Callaway in between his hands. I mean, I don't know where else you want the quarterback to put it. Well, Gus Damian Harris was sliding out. He was getting away from the defender, and the ball was... It hit him in his chest. I don't know where you want him to put it. For all y'all that uh, couldn't stand Jared Cook, how many of y'all would take him over Adam Troutman right now? What's disappointing, and again, Jacksonville, Buffalo. Bills didn't show up. Didn't have it. Credit the Jags, I guess. It just you can just tell. I, and I, I would rather lose a game like that, where you didn't have it the whole game, as opposed to what happened yesterday. What are you talking about? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. Zero, zero, 
the first and second quarter. Three points in the third. Then somehow, like the Undertaker in a wrestling match or in professional wrestling, out of nowhere, the Saints offense wakes up from the grave. I mean, they open up the coffin and here they come. 22 unanswered. Have the lead with a buck left or some seconds left, 50-something, whatever it was that Noodle Arm had. That almost aggravates me more. Where was that at the beginning of the game? It's a problem. Y'all keep thinking that I'm not saying it's a problem or not. This team doesn't play well at home. But did you see last week? It's the Bucks. Clearly, you got up for that, right? Now, Malcolm Jenkins, the safety, who apparently had the call in the last play when Noodle Alarm goes deep. You're playing. I'm going to play the bite. Listen to what Malcolm Jenkins says on that play. Because I don't know if it's going to agitate you even more. They just didn't play well. I don't know if it aggravates me more to know that we knew or they knew. You know, players saying we knew what that play was. Well, then why didn't you do it? It's just, it's crazy. Here's Malcolm Jenkins. The biggest thing is, you know, for me as a quarterback of the defense, I feel like uh, yeah, we, we kind of knew what that, that formation was going to be. We knew what the route was. They ran it earlier, in the, uh, really in the opening, I feel like, drive game or early in the game. Um, and, you know, it's up for me to make checks to put us in the best position to, to stop that. So they made a play, uh, especially when they needed it, and hats off to them. More on the last play? Yeah, I mean, it's just communication. It's again when you know a play is there, and and as a, a deeper defender, um, there there are things you can do to to allow them to only play that that route, especially when we know what's coming. Give them help on the inside, so he's not trying to stop everything. Um, and and again, as a quarterback of the of the secondary, I take those those plays pretty serious. They were in cover three. After the game, several people said they they, they had three. That's literally the last thing you have to like do, right? It's like if you're playing in a baseball game and a double will beat you, you see outfielders darn near on the dirt. It's like fourth and whatever, third and 25. You see teams line up on the first down marker. How does that happen? And don't give me that with the Debo. He's expecting safety help. Jenkins, if you look at the replay, is bowing in and don't get me started on Marcus. And I know there's somebody out there who thinks I'm always like, I'm just telling you, how does that happen? Literally, how does that happen? And and that's the thing that's frustrating about that game yesterday. If you lose to a better team and have better talent, that's fine. But at some point in the season, right? You've played eight games. These dudes just can't catch consistently. They can, though. They showed up in the fourth quarter making grabs and the ball moved. Imagine that. And I might even give them a little, little, little leeway. Because, again, they're players that haven't done that before, haven't been expected to be, you know, NFL first or second option starting tight end type players. I get it. So what's the excuse for the offensive line? Because the old line said, hold my beard to the guys that couldn't catch. They played terrible. They played terrible. Well, Gus, you got guys playing left. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Hurst and Throckmorton. No, stop it. Stop it. They didn't play well. 
You're playing at home and you're false starting left and right. You couldn't get any rhythm in the first quarter and you're playing at home. I don't understand it. Are, are they re- more relaxed at home? Do they not have that edge that they do on the road, the chip on the shoulder, just against? I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. You got to go stay in Baton Rouge and travel in on game. I don't know what, what the issue is. But in two of the three home games they've had, they have not shown up. They just haven't. They're not focused. And I don't know how else to say it. I mean, you just heard Malcolm Jake. We knew the play. Well, then execute. Well, Gus, they get paid too. Now, stop it. Your safeties are literally 25 yards behind the first down. Where is he going? You let somebody catch it in front of you. Like, it's, I don't understand it. And as far as the receivers go, I don't know what you're making them do today. Run laps around LaSalle Park. I, I, that's got to change. But what can you do? What can you do? Go get OBJ. Okay, fine. It's one guy. You're going to throw the ball to him all the time? Literally, I was tweeting and texting. I think we all felt the same way. You know what? From here on out, 14 and 41. Just give it to Ingram and give it to Kamara. The only ones that could catch the ball. They're the only ones that were producing for you. And again, you see the level... The talent level difference, the maturity level difference, the focus difference. Those two guys know what the bleep they're doing. They're pros. They're pro bowlers. When you watch Mark Ingram catch a ball or run, he was incredible. And you know what happened? Because you couldn't defend and you couldn't move the ball, bye-bye run game. He was incredible in the first quarter. Mark Ingram was awesome yesterday. And for some explicable reason, I don't know, Sean went away from him in the second half. Maybe it was the score. Maybe you're down 17-3, 17-6 as you were. I get it. But when literally no one else can catch it, I, I'm literally going screen all day or doing whatever it is I need to do. Now, we can talk about whether it's quarterback. We can talk about if, you know, you should have brought in a spark. I don't know what else you wanted Trevor Simeon to do yesterday. And, yes, I understand Taysom can come in and can make the defense kind of think differently about that. I get it. At the same time, he's going to have limitations unless he can make those completions, unless he can do that. I don't know. Is it, hey, if we're so limited at the skill position in pass catching that maybe, yeah, you do go with them. And you just, I mean, you go in RPO from here on out. You go in Baltimore Ravens. Then fine. And I... Could see and understand totally Taysom Hill starting at Tennessee. Did you watch that game last night? You show up unfocused Sunday, it's not going to be pretty. That Titans defense is for real. Didn't we have Derrick Henry? Did you watch the game yesterday? That's a better football team. You better be ready. Just disappointing. And if it sounds like I'm being hard on it, well, you know what? You showed me and you were talking all uh, playoffs and everybody's all patting everybody on the back. You can't have that game. You cannot lose that game. When you score 22 in the fourth quarter, unanswered, make a run at it like that, then you're the better team, aren't you? So why didn't you show up to start the game? That's what I don't understand. And that's what the second time in the last three years the Falcons come to town and you play like that. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'll take your calls. Rest of the show, or rest of the hour is open. 800-998-1003. Just getting started. The sports hangover, as always. Appreciate you tuning in. We're your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. 
It's the Black Friday sales event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985 446 3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses. Call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today. Or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wuss. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Yeah, obviously the urgency definitely went, you know, had to get back a couple scores quickly. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we got it going. But, again, too little, too late. Can't, can't spot a team that many scores and uh, expect to win. There it is. I text Jordan right after he said it. The dreaded phrase, the dreaded phrase. Pels fans know that phrase for whatever reason. That literally is a phrase you never want to hear for whatever reason. (laughs) Trevor was 25 of 41, 249 yards, two TDs, no interceptions, a sack. Again, Saints fans, I don't know what you watched then. I don't know what game you watched. That's just my opinion. That guy played as good as you could have hoped. Uncle Earl, what you got for us, man? Hey, Goose, how's it going, man? Doing well, Good buddy. Monday. Hey, I, I, I didn't see the game. I was coming home from hunting camp. I'm glad I didn't. I was through the damn TV out in the Canal Street or something. It was aggravating. Uh, Goose, uh, you know, they kept saying, uh, well, they didn't show up or they wasn't motivated. I heard Atlanta was. I mean, you got, you got everything in front of you, right? I mean, you got mm-hmm. people hurt, our quarterbacks out. You got a chance to to uh, get in first place in the South. How do you not get motivated and you and you in this position? And how do you not get up for this game, especially at home? I can't remember the last time we've been dominant at home. I, I really can't. It's uh, is it the players? Is it does the coaching 
Did the coaching uh, did they overlook Atlanta too? No, you know, and that's the thing. I, I don't. Mean, I don't think so. In terms of this, and, and look, I'm going to play. Goose, they shouldn't. Earl, I hear you. Earl, I'm with you. That's why I'm frustrated today. That's why I'm frustrated today. I mean, you had a chance to tie for the division lead yesterday. You know, it's just not understanding. And look, I, I want to play this. This is Malcolm Jenkins, and this, he was asked at the end of the game if this team was flat following the big win against Tampa. I think that's always the easiest kind of thing to go to is to say, well, you had a, you know, you had the Super Bowl MVP in last week coming off of a game in Seattle that this is one of those games that, you know, you let your guard down. I really don't think that was the case. I think, you know, realistically as a team, our mark for error when we want to succeed is going to be smaller, obviously dealing with what we're dealing with um, offensively and defensively, yet we still were more than capable of winning this game. And when when we saw it, we put ourselves in position um, and then just didn't didn't come away with it in the end. It's interesting he says that what we're dealing with, what we're dealing with. I mean, everyone in the world knows. I mean, we're all sitting in the stands or in front of our televisions or you're listening on the radio. The skill position level, is, I mean, it's the mistake of the season right now. It's the mistake of the yeah. season. They completely over-evaluated what they thought they had at receiver. Period. Over-evaluated what they had at tight end. Period. None you can do about it now. You can't go out and get a ton of people that are going to come in and be superstars and stuff. And I got an update for the OBJ thing. Sean Payton just minutes ago said they can't pull in the claim in form because of the waivers is what we talked about last week. Today's on waivers. If he clears tomorrow, then he can do all of that stuff. And then you start looking to see if he ever wants to come here. But just let you know, for all the people that want OBJ, Sean Payton said we can't put a claim in. We don't have the money. So just letting you know. Hey, Goose, and the thing is, whoever you bring in, the Saints – it doesn't. They got a complicated, damn, offense, man. You got to learn these plays. Sean Payton's got. I mean, you got to get somebody to come in and it knows the. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you you put yourself in that position. You needed to take control, win this game. Look, they go to Tennessee and they play like that. They're going to get their ass kicked. Tennessee's oh, got a good dude. defense. They, they 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 beat up the Rams yesterday. I mean, they they made Matt Stafford look like a third-string backup in the first quarter. I mean, that game was over in the first quarter. Back-to-back interceptions, a pick six, and then an interception that led to a touchdown, 14 points on back-to-back drives against the Rams by the Titans' defense. I know everyone keeps saying, well, they don't have Derrick Henry. Did you watch the game? It's yeah. still a good team. That team has found ways to win this year. And, oh, by the way, four straight wins against playoff teams from a season ago. Four straight. You can't beat the Falcons. That's Look, I'm just frustrated because I know my expectation levels were this was a potential playoff team, so I shouldn't be surprised. This is what happens when you don't have that kind of talent. I, I just get frustrated when you don't play to your potential. And if that potential is average or above average at times, then I'm okay with it. But you can't do what you did in the fourth quarter and then tell me, well, you know, they were better. Stop it. You put up 22 hey. unanswered. The defense came yeah. alive. The offense came alive. Well, where was that three quarters earlier? That's why I'm hey, frustrated. Hey. Me too. Hey, Goose. And uh, the, the the thing is, uh, I heard Matt Ryan could pack a lunch, dinner, everything. The Saints didn't touch him so late. Dude, you get that get guy or anybody, that. Yeah. anybody in the NFL that much time, they're going to burn your ass, man. Let me tell you and something. When, 
I got I got to get to Randy on the on the West Bank, but I want to play this for you. It's seven seconds long. It's not long. Sean Payton, was it fair to say it didn't affect Matt Ryan enough yesterday? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, I don't know what his numbers were, but they were pretty good. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. Twenty three of thirty. He had seven incompletions, three hundred forty three yards. His average was eleven point four yards, two touchdowns, no interception. Not to get finally got to him, sacked twice. But again, that was the second to last drive. Like I mean. They didn't affect him at all. That looked like a flag football game. Like, it, it was real easy what Atlanta did. We're going to throw to Patterson, and we're going to throw to Pitts. Oh, by the way, we all knew that coming into the game. I was shocked. And Ridley but, wasn't even playing. No, dude. I uh, Again, I'm, I'm I, I just uh, I don't get it, man. I just – I I don't need – hey, Goose, right. have a good week, man. It's, uh, I'm fine. I know. Up, man. I, I know. Week, I know. Thank you. Appreciate it. There he goes, Uncle Earl. Let's go to the best bank. Randy, what you got for us today, sir? What's up, brother? How you doing, Gus? I'm trying to get better. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. Hey, Dennis Allen got out coach yesterday, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even close. Yeah. And that kind of surprises me because just like the Falcons know us, Dennis Allen knows the Falcons. So on that last drive, I want to know – who was Marshawn Lattimore covering on the field when you had a rookie on Cordell Patterson? Who was but Marshawn it, Lattimore it, covering? It, here's my thing. Look, Matt Ryan's going to go to that matchup because that is the rookie. That's not even really the issue. The guy put a good move, and he's fast. And, look, they've been using him all game, out the backfield, split out. That's been a tough match. Quan couldn't keep up with him. And, again, coming into this game, he was their money guy. I said it all last week. You can focus on Pitts. Patterson was their guy. My issue, and it should be yours as well, Randy, is where is the safeties? Again, it Malcolm Jenkins after the game said they were in cover three, which means there's three people, three defensive backs, as far as you can get them away from the line of scrimmage and should be all across. Like they're each covering a zone. One has in the middle and the other two have the hash marks to the sideline. Well, where was that guy? Where was that guy? I, I, I don't know where you're going. If it's caught in front of you, then you come up and make a tackle. I, I don't. I see Malcolm Jenkins dumping in, and I think you had the middle. I think it was Marcus Williams. I, just, I don't understand that. I, I don't know where you're going. Why is that guy there? I don't know. I don't know. Marcus Williams at this point, Gus, I, you know, Marcus Williams, when you don't hear from him, it's okay. But when you do hear his name, it's because he cost you a football game. And if C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to be out for a couple weeks, that's trouble for the mm-hmm. Saints defense. I don't care what anybody says. you got Malcolm Jenkins. you got P.J. Witt. That's trouble because you can arguably say C.J. Gardner-Johnson is the best secondary player you have on the team. So I think I don't care if you play in Tennessee or not. They have wide receivers. They can get open. And, look, I want to say one more thing. It seems like Sean Payton, I don't question Sean Payton anymore. Like, he knows what he's doing. But it seems like he's spent a couple years now proving that he can win without a wide receiver instead of actually going get somebody who can get open and catch a football. Why is it so hard to have a wide receiver that can catch the ball? I I, I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Again, like I said – that there's absolutely clearly um, a mistake this season. He's done a lot good, 
that's a mistake this year. The over-evaluation of what they thought um, on that. I, I just, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I Again, and I guess the frustrating aspect of it, I can see why he did, Randy. It's because at times you do see what Callaway can do. You can see Deontay Harris do it. Like, I, I just, that's why I go back to this. I, is it a larger issue that this team isn't ready to play at home? I, I don't know. Because again, Randy, why I'm aggravated is you saw it in the fourth quarter. No one was dropping the ball in the fourth quarter. They're capable of getting open. They're capable of making plays. I, I, I don't understand it. Troutman. Troutman had the worst game of his career with the Saints. But, look, I'm going to let you go on this. Yeah. You beat – you smoked Green Bay. You beat them by five touchdowns. You beat Tom Brady with all those weapons. You lose, You beat Green Bay. But you lose to the Giants and Falcons at yeah. home. At home. And you right. get – I mean, I, I know you had coaches missing, players missing. But, I mean, look, you got embarrassed against Carolina. Carolina's not even a good team. They got smoked yesterday. Mm-hmm. I just can't understand how – you lose to Green, you beat Green Bay and Tampa Bay, but you lose to the Falcons and Giants at home. And, and then, and then look, is Cardell Patterson? He's a veteran. Is he not better than what the Saints have? Like, is there a, a receiver on the Saints team that's better than Cardell Patterson? Right now, no, no, no. And, and that's that's that that's a hole, and I don't think they feel it, Gus. But that, well, that's going well, that's uh... going to continue to be a weakness, and the pass rush is inconsistent. It really honestly is. I mean, you know, look, it's fine and dandy every now and then you'll see it. And, you know, and again, I, I'm not, you know, I, I don't know. I It's just it's just frustrating because, Randy, you watch that game in the fourth quarter, there's the defense. I mean, Matt Ryan was under duress the entire fourth. I mean, that guy couldn't get out. He had pressure around him. The DBs are, I just, that's why I'm coming to this. Where was that to start the game? That that's what, and, and you can tell know. me, and you can tell me, Randy. Well, you know, and then look, I will absolutely credit them. Those first two drives, Dennis Allen was like, "Oh, here we go." They they put out Pitts on the end. They put Patterson on the end. I'm like, they were putting him one on one with Quan Alexander. Quan was lined up on the sideline. I'm texting Leo Haggerty, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, look at this offense." I'm like, "Why is Quan out there, Mike? His formations. They they did a great job." To, to to try to get those first few drives to create points, which is kind of what they did. But the Saints kept them the field goals. It's just they couldn't get going. But again, I don't know what you want, Trevor. They literally could not catch the ball in the first quarter. Five drops in the first half, and then you had the false starts. You had the holdings. It was just very sloppy. And... You know, again, it was 17, I mean, it was 17 points. It's not like, I mean, the other touchdown they got to make it, you know, 27 or 24, whatever it was, came off of a turnover because Toronto Armstead whiffed. I mean, he, and he said it was a bad rep. He said it was a bad rep. So they just had a bad oh, day, bad game, and I don't get it. 11 penalties for over 100 yards at home. Yeah, at home. Thank you. That's what I'm, I, I, right. Why are you false starting at home? I, I don't understand that. I honestly <laughs> don't understand that. I don't know why this team doesn't play as crisp a football as they do on the road. And if you want to give me the Tampa Bay game, well, dude, that had all the, the energy of a big game. I get it. I, so again, to me, the only logical conclusion is focus, which is, which is, it happens, I guess. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it stinks. It stinks. Who you got? Who you got uh, next week versus Tennessee, Gus? Who you got? Right now, 
Oh, I mean, I, I don't know right how you I could be confident about what I saw last night with Tennessee and what I saw with the Saints, you know? Now, I do think this team can compartmentalize, get ready to play, but that is a very good football yeah. team. I, I, I hear you, but that's a good football team, which is why I said last week, if you remember, Randy, I said two of the next three, you got to beat Atlanta, you got to beat Philadelphia. You remember I've been saying that. I said I didn't yep. say that you can't beat Tennessee, yep. but the other two teams of that next three games, y- you have a shot that I think you're better than. I don't think you're better football team than Tennessee. I just don't. I'm you know, not being ugly. They're, yeah, they're just a better football consist- team. A consistent football team. Yeah, yep. so we'll see, yep. man. All right, guys. Thank you, bud. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. Quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll hear from some of the players and coaches after the game. Again, continue to take your phone calls as well. Please feel free. Stinks, but we got to do it. Got to talk. Got to talk. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN. Do you know that Rouse's Markets has their own digital coupons? Digital coupons are coupons that you can access online. Get offers for your favorite national brands at www.rouse's.com and redeem them at any Rouse's Markets. With Rouse's Markets digital coupons, there's no need to keep track of paper coupons anymore. Everything is online. Just present your phone number at checkout. Digital coupon. Just one more way you save shopping at Rouse's Markets. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. The 1947 Notre Dame Fighting Irish entered the season with quarterback Johnny Lujak, the Heisman favorite, and an offensive line considered one of the greatest in college football. The talented Irish squad didn't disappoint. They went on to an undefeated season and won the national championship after defeating unbeaten and third-ranked USC 38-7. 46 players went on to play in the NFL. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. Just like in football, there's nothing like that one perfectly timed addition to get your team off and running. That's where LinkedIn steps in. LinkedIn Jobs taps into a network of over 770 million professionals to find the right people for your role. Then their filtering and prioritization tools help you narrow down to just the most qualified candidates for you. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one in increasing the quality of hire versus leading competitors. Post a job for free at linkedin.com slash sports. That's linkedin.com slash sports. 106 miles to Chicago. Got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Free bets when you sign up before it goes live. So now when it goes live. Gotta do it now before it goes live. So, how does it work? It's real simple. Go to the App Store, Google Play if you have an Android phone, DraftKings Sportsbook app, and put in the code LaRose. 
And when you do that, $100 in free bets just for signing up today. Here's the most important part. No deposit required. So you just sign up. You put in the code LaRose. There you go. Credited $100 for you to make your first bet when it goes live. It's literally that easy. Then you're off and running. So give it a try. Give it a shot. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code LaRose. Quick bite. We'll go back to the phone calls. Here's Teron Armstead on the play that caused the sack fumble on Trevor Simeon. Uh, just a really bad set, really bad set angle. Uh, read it wrong. Just really didn't put myself in position to win that snap. Uh, completely on me, 100% on me. Just a terrible rep. What happened yesterday? Uh, self-inflicted, self-inflicted wounds, penalties, uh, some, some, some mishaps, some mis-execution. Um, then that, that really all it all it barred down barred down to. I think we did a good job of getting some converting some first downs early on in drives, but the the big third downs we just couldn't stay on the field and sustain drives, especially in the red zone. Well, we got into the red zone and you know penalties pushed us out. So just self inflicted wounds. Yeah, again, penalties. I just it's frustrating. I do want to touch on this because again, a little bit ago we're waiting on the sound. As soon as we'll get it, we'll cut it for you. Um, Sean Payton. Had his conference call early. Normally it's in the afternoon. He went early today. Non-committal on who's the starter, A. And B, he said he can't put in a claim on OBJ because of the cap space. So most people are feeling because it's $7 million that no one will claim him. And then tomorrow, Dali Ali Oxenfree. So that's where that's at right there. The other aspect of it, again, non-committal. I, there was a lot of people during that sequence that Teron Armstead blew the block. And it happens. But Saints Twitter and Saints reporters were going bananas. Should it be Taysom Hill time? Should he make the spark? And look, he came in, completed some passes. Crowd got into it. They started moving the football. They go to him, and somehow they blame Trevor Simeon for getting sacked and fumbled. What was that sequence? Why did Hill play? I'm going to play this, and I'll go to Houdat and uh, Houdat John and Chantilly. It wasn't changing the quarterback to uh, – yeah, and, I, and that's a fair question. But, no, it was more of – trying to get to a play that we had that he was taking the snaps of. What Sean Payton said, it came down to they didn't have the snap counts to try to get Taysom in as much. Yeah, each – look, we, we got a package. I thought he gave us some energy when he came in. There was some – you know, we had a run. We had, we had a handful of plays that was just kind of how the game went. And, and look, if you're not converting third downs, then you're – your number count is not going to be 70-some offensive player. 80, you're just going to have a shorter amount of plays. So he's he's part of the plan. Finally, Sean Payton on the play of Trevor Simeon. I thought overall, well, you know, we missed some, some pickups. Um, I thought he came to some – man, he had a few throws in there that were, I mean, not primary receivers and played with poise, brought us back. I thought overall uh, I felt like it was good. Um, and then, of course, we'll look at it and, and grade it. But I thought we dropped a few balls, uh, more than our fair share. And like I said, you know, we're third and long. I don't know how many times with the, the penalties in the first half, but it's frustrating. Yeah, no doubt. Who that? John and Gentilly. Sir, thank you for holding. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it, it's frustrating, Sean. Um, well, let me see if I can change some of my fellow who that's uh, mine and look at it from a different perspective. All right. Um, so, look, it was a, it was a game we should have won. I, I get it. And, and everything you're saying, you, you are spot on. And I think I'm more frustrated because 
I think I, I believe we're a little better than maybe you may think or some of the other callers. I think we're a little better. I think we're actually not playing up to our potential. Um, and we do that a lot of the time. But let's let's look at it like this, Gus. We played horrible. We have no weapons. Um, we're playing with a third-string quarterback who actually played better than expected. I don't know why people were saying put Taysom in. I mean, he had a very efficient game, and he threw the ball to the receiver's hands. They just have to catch it for their job. Um, and we and, and we mounted a comeback that probably would have been one of the greatest comebacks in like the oh, last. Oh, we would have never let him forget that's, that's, that's that one. About, that's for sure. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about the fight of the team. I mean, they could have yeah. easily laid okay. down. That was a, a uphill battle to climb. So, so fellow who that's and, and I get it. You can, you got some callers, Gus. I, it doesn't matter. if We win the Super Bowl. They're gonna find <laughs> something to nitpick about. I mean, right. every every game. I get it. But man, look, this team. There was a lot of upsets this week. Okay, we just happened to be one of them. But this team, I think, is gonna be fine. Mm. And I keep going back to one person, and that's Sean Payton. Maybe I have too much trust in, in this one guy. Right. But, man, I, I, try, I trust him, Gus. I trust him. And this team, they're going to be all right, man. We just got to look at the glass half full sometimes. This, this team came back and fought. I was jumping up and down on my sofa yesterday. I was like, <laughs> yes. They, 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 they want to win. They still want to do it. Like, I mean, what you think, Gus? No, I mean, look, I, it's why, Rand, uh, who died, John, uh, I think, I keep calling them a potential playoff team. It's there. If the season ended today, by the way, Cardinals have yeah, a bye. Yep, they would be number six. The Falcons at the seven seed would be at Green Bay at two seed. The six seeded Saints would be at the third seeded Buccaneers. The fifth seeded Rams <laughs> would be at the fourth seeded Cowboys. So that's your playoffs that ended today. Nine games to go. Um, so look, I. It's crazy, though, right, for a division that no one respected and thought. Out of the seven teams, three are in the NFC South. Think about NFC that. South. Out of seven. I mean, nuts, right? Nuts. I mean, and the Panthers were the ones that started 3-0. and That's a disaster over there. But I'm with you, man. And that's why I keep saying, look, if they make it, I thought at best, can you be a seven seed? And that's what you are. I mean, and that's what you see, all right? I mean, the... The defense has to play almost mistake-free. And, John, offensively, they're going to have to find ways to execute and make points. And and they're capable of doing it. It's just it's, it's trying to be consistent and, and do it. You know, your O-line is the one thing. Like I said, I can understand some of these receivers, I, I you know, for whatever it is that they don't show up or it's harder for them and they're young and it's different. I get it. No excuse on the O line. Like that O line's right, gotta absolutely. play better than that. At home, man, that's absolutely. just so frustrating right. to me. I mean, you can't. It should, you know. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, John. You're right. You're right. Because let me just say one more thing, and I'm about to, I'm about to throw a curveball at you. Okay. I want all my Pelicans fans to listen to this. Is who that Uh-oh. John? Uh oh. Call, call me. To, call tomorrow and call me out if I'm wrong. The Pelicans major upset today against the Mavericks. Pelicans win. Today on the road. Okay, John, go I'm in it with propels. that. Who that? All right, there you go. Thank you. Who that, John, over in Gentilly, picking the Pels. They will take on the Mavericks tonight. Daniel Salison will chime in at 1.30 on that. By the way, Dallas, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Look, I, I, who that, John, why not? They played the Warriors tough for a while. They just um, 
I don't know if they ran out of gas in the fourth. And look, I mean, Curry, they, that's a really good team. They, um, you know, they, they've been playing well. Uh, it, here's Willie Green yesterday after practice, the injury update, still no Ingram, of course, still no Zion. They're still questionable, and we won't know more until tomorrow before the game once those guys get on the floor and get some work in. All right, 10 games in, how you feeling? I thought for seven and a half to maybe eight games, we we, we really played um, – well and we gave ourselves opportunities to win games that's the important part is are we giving ourselves an opportunity last five minutes of the game to beat to put ourselves in a position to win and for the most part we did that uh the second half of golden state we didn't do it in the first two games of the season we didn't do it so evaluating the first 10 games i like what i saw from our team i like our fight i like our hunger and I like our ability to, to, to take what we're learning in film and on practice floor and put it in the game. Overall, though, again, trying to pick up the pieces, per se, one and none. Yeah, I, we all were upset. Um, we didn't we didn't play up to our level in the second half. And um, I just talked to the team about it, about where we are after 10 games. And let's start hitting some singles. Let's start making some waves and, and – um, I think we, you know, we responded well in practice. Had a really good, sharp practice, and um, we just got to keep building. But we we did address the second half, and the biggest takeaway from that game is we we got to stay together in everything that we do. So uh, I guess if you're looking at the bright side of things, in the ninth spot, the Portland Trail Blazers at ten. Your Los Angeles Lakers. That's right, baby. Only four games ahead of your New Orleans Pelicans. Just look at it like that. They have five wins. You have one. So they've only won four more games than you, the, the almighty, all-powerful, encompassing, we got everybody, Los Angeles Lakers. So there, there's your bit of fun, right? I mean, seriously, Portland, five wins. Lakers, five wins. Spurs got three. These are teams that you would think would have more. Dallas, by the way, six and three in the season. Jazz seven and three. Golden State eight and one. It's the best record in the league. Philly eight and two, by the way, today. The news Joel Embiid has tested positive for COVID 19. So he's going to be out a couple of days. Heat and the Nets with seven wins. The Wizards are seven and three. That's probably one of the earliest surprises right now in the Eastern Conference. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll get back to the Saints. Play a few more cuts from uh, the guys in the locker room yesterday. And more from Sean Payton. And I want to hear from you, Saints fans. Non-committal. Sean Payton was asked earlier today, is Trevor Simeon starting next week? He said it was non-committal. Is that to keep the Titans guessing? Or is he legitimately thinking about going to Taysom Hill? And what would that do to this offense? Let's talk about it next on ESPN New Orleans. DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to Louisiana, and it won't be long until you can bet on all of your favorite sports from the comforts of your own home. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. No deposit required. DraftKings is bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LaRose when you sign up. 
Those who sign up right now will get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Louisiana. That's code LaRose to get $100 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-70-STOP. 21 and over. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is currently open and here to serve our community with a fresh new inventory arriving daily and over 150 quality pre-owned vehicles. If you have any questions regarding vehicle replacement or you're looking to purchase a new vehicle, we are here to help. Stop by 220 South Hollywood Road or give us a call at 985-876-7210 or visit GregLeBlancToyota.com. GregLeBlancToyota.com. We are Homa Strong. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At The King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring The King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. A man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. We didn't do enough things well today. That always bothers you as the coach because you're you're wanting to see your performance be more consistent, better. But uh, too many penalties, too many long yardage situations. We put ourselves... Behind the, behind the eight ball a number of times on offense in the first half. We didn't do the things that winning teams do consistently. Three of ten on third down, those penalties that Coach talked about. Ten for 70 folk. You rushed for 109 yards. You had 69 plays to their 57. You had 376 yards to their 366. Both had 11 drives. Oh, that is going to be an annoying, especially guess who it was. 800-998-1003. Can't read uh, over on line three. Who we got over there, man? Thank you for calling the sports hangover, man. What's your name? It's Shane. It's me. Oh, hey, Shane. How you doing, bud? Oh, pretty good. How you going to make it out? Good, man. What you got for me? Man, uh, I was I was a little hurt yesterday because I took my, my baby made six years old Tuesday, and we took mm-hmm. him to his first Saints game as his birthday present. We sit in the end zone right at um twelve or uh, what Kenny Steele scores the touchdown, we right there in the end zone and nice. everybody was just so happy and, and joyful and we high fiving everybody. <laughs> and then when I turn around it happened again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and at this point that play shouldn't be happening to us. After the Minnesota mishap and all of the just not only them being professionals and not allowing that to happen. After that happened, 
that happened in Minnesota, that's a situation that shouldn't be going on with this organization. As far as losing the game, every season I expect to go lose one, win one individual with, with certain teams. So the, the loss itself doesn't bother me as much as it might bother some, although we should have won the game. But it's just the way that it happened, and it just kind of ripped your heart out, you know. And the 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 we can't get OBJ because of the cap situation. I know a few people that you can send home to collect that money to sign <laughs> OBJ. There's a few people that you could let go and and take their salaries and put it to get OBJ. I know, but the problem is once once it starts on the season, still counts. So even if you cut half the people that you would like, it's still on the cap. You're still on, so what, still what, on the hook. Jawan Johnson was injured yesterday. I don't know. I got to figure out what why he was inactive. Man, he he might have helped. How 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 long of a leash leash does Troutman get? I mean, because he's at the point. So what's the other 82 that we got rid of? Um, the, uh, Matt Mastona sent him to the island of Misfit uh, Toys. Um, Fleener. Was it Fleener? <laughs> Kobe Fleener? Yeah. That, uh... Kobe Fleener, yeah. That Matt Mastona sent him to the island of Misfit Toys. Oh my! Oh, we, is he is he in the Fleener? Is it, yeah. Look again. I what, what's disappointing is this. It's what it's it, it's a compounding issue right now with him. If you're not going to catch, then block. If you're not going to block and get holding calls, then you better catch. I mean, he's good for two holds a game. He's good for blowing a block or two a game, and he's good for two on drops a game. Plays. Like th- those are not the things you should be good for per plays. game, right? Yeah, not on not on just a, a two yard game. He gets holding calls on touchdowns, on fifty yard bombs. He gets mm-hmm. a holding call on it, like. It, it never it never fails, and uh, I don't. I'm, I mean, like I said, the, the loss itself is not that big of a deal to me because I, right. it's a division game and yeah. they're kind of a toss up because it's a division game. But just the way that it happened, it just kind of ripped my heart out. It was it was the longest walk out of that dome I've ever had to lose to the Falcons like that. I'm not going to any more games. The last three games I've been to, we lost. You're going to take one for the team here, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to just stay home. Oh, Shane. It just, I don't and know why this, this one's tonight. bothering me. This one's just by, like I said, if, man, either play flat the whole game or, you know, if they came out, look, they, they made good plays, they had a nice call, but you literally scored 22 unanswered. Right. So you had and, the talent and, the and you can not do a it. And I don't think they had people in the stands hollering for Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, or what's his name, was not the problem. The, the guy played decent ball. Played I don't know what more you would want from Trevor Simeon, right? I mean, the number one thing you wanted um, the position is to not turn the ball over. Can you make some plays? I, I thought he did a good job. He escaped the pocket a few times. He made some nice throws. He made the good reads. Um, but... You know, again, it's going to be the topic this week, especially with Sean Payton saying non-committal. Now, is that to make Tennessee try to prep and plan for both? Is he legitimately thinking about going with Taysom Hill? He did come in. He did provide a spark. But, you know, again, I 
my, my thing is this. If, if you, if you, if you're struggling getting production from the skill position players, would it make sense to then go to someone that's going to force the defense to at least account for him to be a playmaker with his legs? And that's what I wonder, especially watching the game yesterday. That Titans defense are bullies. Their DBs were all over the Rams receivers. And they're better, than I, I think, than, than the Saints. So I almost wonder, and it's what I thought last week. I, I thought it made sense to go to Simeon this week. And I could absolutely see them going to Taysom Hill from there on out just because of how poor they are in the receiving core. I, I just, it doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, um, as to how it just hasn't come along at, at, at that position group. But I wonder I if that's the case. Because you know what? The two best players the Saints had yesterday were Kamara and Ingram. Right. So... If you add Taysom back there, maybe you start getting him. You know, I, look, it just you're gonna have to win a certain way, yeah, a different way. Phone, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, RPOs here and there. Like I said, put Alvin on one side, Ingram on the other. Who do you get? I, look, I, I I could see it. Um, quite honestly, I honestly could Be, because again, Who? you you don't know what to expect from the other guys. Right. Goose, I I I I watched LSU's game in the hotel Saturday night mm-hmm. at the highest, and I thought it couldn't get any worse. You get down there, they should have won that game. They should have beat Alabama, and I and I kind of I wasn't upset about that because I had no expectation of them right. winning. And then you get there, and this Patterson Cordero Patterson, he's fifty years old, and he's running he's running by. Our cornerback, like he's a, a, a road marker on side of the interstate, and there's no safety anywhere. I'm like, oh, Marcus Williams, where? I don't know. That dude's there. I don't know. I don't know. I hear you, bro. I, um. Who that? Go Tigers. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. All right, bud. It's a frustrating thing, aside from the fact it's Monday. Then you throw in the whole time back thing, which is fantastic if you don't have a four-year-old. And I'm not blaming him. I'm not throwing him under the bus because McQueen, the one-year-old schnauzer, he's ready for his walk. It's it's rough though, huh? I don't know. I I just I feel like it's been a long two days already. <laughs> just last night, it's five o'clock. It's dark. I mean, it's dark. You leave today for work at 5, it's going to be nighttime. Y'all fans of this daylight savings thing or whatever it is, supposed to gain an hour from falling backwards. I was still up at 7. Might have felt like it. It's, man, I was hungry earlier. Anyway, that's what you do today. Get it all out. Get it all out. We'll turn the page Tuesday, tomorrow. He did mention LSU. No doubt we'll have a lot of it. To talk about here coming up in two hours. Tigers did put out a lot of effort, yet still a lot of the different things and reasons why LSU is where they are. Rear their ugly heads as well. I just, I still think, man, if they were somewhat better coached football team, maybe they pull off that upset. I, I just, I don't know who that Max Johnson is. Just does not look from the player last year, extending the pocket, making plays. You got to do so. Bryce Young's two touchdowns against the Tigers came out the pocket. It wasn't in the pocket. He was rolling out, escaping pressure, making plays with his feet. Max is capable of doing it. Last year against Florida, 
running, escaping, scrambling. Don't know where that is this year. <coughs> but the defense put up a great effort, and uh, at least it was fun. It was enjoyable to watch, and that was good. They came out and played, <clears throat> unlike the team that, you know, plays downtown. Sports Hangover continues with that with two next, starting ESPN New Orleans.